Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, as always, Martin Kellner joined us for a week of sport on TV. Yeah, it was a good form Todd today. Macklin had some uh, good stuff to chat Very about good today. today yeah. A very good story from the world of ice hockey we brought you, so uh, we hope you enjoy that. We had a chat. Yeah, we Obviously, reacted to the big news of the day. Yeah, it just kind of hit us that Everton got that 10-point deduction, so we talked about that. So that should do you here in all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. It's a bit of a shocker, isn't it, Everton? It certainly is, yeah. I mean, as you said, it has got a long way to run. You'll expect an appeal to go in. We're just listening to the finance expert there in... Jim and Simon's show, um, they may not have, he was suggesting mm. they may not have sufficient grounds for appeal, but they obviously see it very differently. Yeah. You've had the statement from Everton. So we will see what happens next. But you know, it has there ramifications. Oh, yeah, yeah, it definitely it has ramifications does. for City and Chelsea, no question. Yeah, well, they're the ones we know about, of course. Yeah. Yeah, it may have ramifications for other clubs as well. Who knows? You wouldn't expect me not to say this, but I'm not a big fan of points deductions. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just, I don't, I think it punishes mm. the wrong people. And I, mm. I'm not sure it's the right way to go about it. But there we go. You know, I, I'm much more in favour of big fines and transfer bans than I am of points deductions. I think you should win or lose points on the pitch, not off the pitch. That's mm. my personal opinion, but there you go. Well, interesting here from Evertonians today. Um, Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J, or 03717223344. You know, this this is the opening salvo, you think, from the Premier League. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a chat with Martin uh, Lipton from the Sun very shortly. He's right across matters like this. And, and look at, you know... I mean, it's it, it, this would be the other Premier League clubs. I mean, it went to a commission, this, didn't it? It wasn't no, the Premier it, League. No, no, it was an independent commission. That's right. I so think it has to be, because obviously... Yeah, the other, especially well, the other clubs. There could be a little bit of self-interest involved if that was the case. Yeah, no, goodness, that's unusual, isn't it? Tends not to work like that, does it? Everybody seems like a big brotherhood. Very interesting. The other night, I was watching the (laughs) um, women's Champions League game between Real Madrid and Chelsea. Yeah, and we 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 argue about not having far. At all, you know, and that it's we should get rid of it. But the problem is of getting rid of it. Mm. It just shows that what's wrong with it is the way it's implemented. Because in that game, I've never seen two of the worst decisions I've ever seen in football. Wow, absolutely astonishing! That I saw Emma he's railing. Oh, against she him. was hundred percent right. But yeah. VAR would have completely overruled those two decisions. Yeah. I mean. You just wonder what was going on. It was mad. But there you go. That's the problem with it. So while it's, you know, the argument is let's get rid of it, the problem is when you get sawn off, you don't feel like getting rid of it so quickly. No, 
No, that's that's why we often have championship managers and even League One mm. managers, League Two, saying we've got to have VAR in our league. It's not fair, but careful. What and you wish that's for. the deal with Saudi oil sponsorship for FIFA. That's a real surprise, isn't it? After they, <laughs> <laughs> we made the sole bidder for two, 2034. Yeah, yeah. honestly, well, shameless, isn't it? Well it's done, brilliant. the marketing department. It must have taken an awful lot of work to get that one over the line. Well done, everybody at FIFA. And <laughs> uh, now, one of the things to get you going mm. on this afternoon, apart from hearing from you, Evertonians, about what's gone on uh, today. Um, is this. Ashley Westwood, you probably saw the other day, uh, has taken over as the boss of Afghanistan. Did you really? see no, that? Former Manchester United. Yeah, no, I know he is. Youngster, yeah. Ashley Westwood, has become the gaffer of Afghanistan. Uh, first day at work yesterday, they played Qatar, got B 8 1. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's so, a great result, is it? Um, I think <laughs> we file that one under. What happened to you on your first day in charge? <laughs> so, suddenly you stepped up, you were management. Yeah. And suddenly you were in charge of people. You were the, whether that's on Sunday morning football when you became the gaffer of a of a team for the first day or whatever, or whatever level, uh, or indeed in any walk of life. So we're interested to know what happened on the first day you were in charge. Let's know. 03717 Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet and and get in touch this afternoon. I do think Everton will get out of it, though. I think they're, they're in reasonable form. Sean Dyche has done a great job, and the three teams down at the bottom are really terrible. So I can't see you know, one win and they're out of the bottom three. So even if they don't get it overturned, I think they'll be all right. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. What a week on week of sport on TV it's been. Well, or has it? We're about to find out. Martin Kellner. It's international week, I'd bring say it not. To us now. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you can watch the Grand Slam of darts. That They always put that in there uh, when there's an international break, and that's always entertaining. We'll just talk about it in a sec. I was just watching the uh, the Everton story. I have to say, I was watching it on Sky News, and there, there was, you know, because my daughter works for Sky News, yes, so I, I have to tune in uh, loyalty. So I was watching, uh, watching that, and they brought, um, they were trying very it was a one o'clock news and they were trying very hard to get uh, further coverage on the uh, on the Everton story it was mm. breaking news at that point and uh, they got some guy from the um, South Wales branch of the Everton Supporters Club right and he started off by saying uh, I'm lost for words ah and then there was a big gap and I thought that's just what you want when you're trying to cover a <laughs> no, breaking I news story <laughs> somebody comes on and says I'm lost for words but I you know understood the sense yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was watching a thing on uh, iPlayer yes. called uh, the Football News Show, which I've okay. never seen. Uh, no. I presume it's broadcast somewhere, but it was on BBC iPlayer. Did an interesting piece on uh, on Villa. Um, the uh, the headline of the story was uh, how Villa are disrupting the elite, and uh, Charlotte Dunker of the Times, who you may have spoken to yourself, um, she was on there saying that um, she's a bit of a Midland specialist for the for the time. She was saying that uh, the key was that Unai Emery was given the keys to the castle, oh. uh, and the, by that she meant that uh, you know he was able to completely sort of restructure what was going on, which mm. was a big job at Villa because remember. They were they were a bit of a basket case for quite mm. some time. Sure. 
Um, and uh, Sean asked, but they had some sort of villa experts on there. Ian Taylor was one of them, I remember. And they were talking about what villa's ambition might be. And they're saying, well, maybe the ceiling would be fourth or fifth. And obviously they'd be delighted with that. Uh, and they could, and, and winning a trophy. And uh, they're favourites to win the uh, Europa, the Conference League. Yes. Hmm. And I was outraged because uh, two of the experts there said, of course, it's only the European Conference <laughs> League. I said, only? <laughs> Come on. You're a bit touchy Don't, about that, aren't you? Very much so. Yeah. Um, you know, I got the impression they might, um, you know, UEFA might be considering actually renaming it only the conference league <laughs> so that nobody gets ideas well, above the stage. get point deductions Villa could win the league yeah they could yeah who <laughs> yes. knows it could be decimated this time in about yeah could they could be running away with the league <laughs> it could be their season yes. uh, I watched another thing on iPlayer called uh, My Husband the MMA Fighter right um, in a series called Our Lives mm. so it's a sort of documentary series um, a sort of reality type thing uh, it was Stevie Braveheart Ray okay uh, who went to uh, fight for a million dollars in oh. New York at uh, and it was but I mean I suppose it's not a uh, not a spoiler people will know uh, what happened uh, he fought um, he fought that other guy whose name is I forgot the name of the guy. oh right. o- Oliver Obin Mercier right uh, for the for the professional that was the guy yeah. for the professional um, you know cage fighting uh, tournament yes. for a million is, is for, it called that Martin the professional cage fighting tournament no they don't like to do it though. they call it professional something else I can't okay. remember P- PFL or FPL or yeah. whatever it was <laughs> but that, that wasn't the point of the programme no the point of the programme was sort of being married to an MMA fighter mm. and what he has to go through I mean he lives in the gym I mean literally lives in the gym oh. for six out of seven days every week week in the months leading up to the fight uh, and this was going to change that they're, they're in Kirkcaldy in um in Fife, Fife yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, well, jockey wilson country wasn't, wasn't jo- it very much it jockey, jockey wilson Wilson's, country yeah, yeah that's right uh, not the, you know, not what you'd call the type of place that's looking for some levelling up, really, to be honest. Mm. Um, now, she's Natalie. She's from Edinburgh. He mm. was telling us uh, Stevie Braveheart Ray, uh, whereas he's been in Kirkcaldy all his life. Um, and there seemed to be, between Kirkcaldy and Edinburgh, there was quite uh, quite a gap. Right. You know, he said it's like the yin and the yang. Right. And he'd, he'd had troubled times. He'd got into fights. He started off fighting when... When uh, somebody was bullying him when he was about uh, 10 years old or something and uh, his dad said well go out and beat him up oh. and uh, he did and that got him into fighting and he's now you know he has to fight uh, although he's now uh, retired oh okay apparently. but you know th- when you consider what he had to go through he had to lose two and a half stone in two weeks that's nothing that's sound that's healthy martin that's two and a half stone in idea, two weeks it? no yeah. not at all um and um he, he suffered from you know he was sort of mildly depressive and I thought well I'd be mildly depressive if I had to lose two and a half stone in uh, in two weeks and it covered but it was it was a fascinating show because it covered uh, his wife's because his wife has to look after the kids 
all the time. They've got mm. four kids, uh, and one of them's poorly. And, you know, it was, it was a real, really sort of difficult life she had to lead. But leading up to going to a fight at Madison Square Gardens in New York, uh, she was um, she went to a hairdresser and mm. got done up rather like, I don't know if you've seen Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, yes. But it was, have you watched that? Well, I've, I've, I'm aware of it. I've, I'm not, I don't, yes. not avidly, Martin. Oh, I've got to be no, honest. No, I'm not, it's that. Yeah. It was, I don't even oh, want to know what that is. Mark, surely, Andy, you've it's watched a, Say Yes to the I Dress, have, haven't you? I have a clue what we, that is. We, okay. My missus loves it, actually. We watch it quite a lot. Right. But um, anyway, so it was a bit like that. She was getting ready for it. And you, there was a lot of scenes of her in the uh, in the hairdresser's chair, right. and they're talking about how big it was for Kakadi that he was going out to New York to fight this. And uh, the, uh, the hairdresser, one of the customers said, yeah, it's wonderful. There's nobody like Stevie. This is... Stevie Braveheart Ray. Yes. There's nobody like Stevie around here. And someone says, yes, Susan Boyle. Now, I never, I never knew that she'd been involved in MMA. Just uh, for a brief period, she was, yes. she was in the cage fighting business. She dreamed a dream and, yeah. uh, and then went into cage fighting yeah. Susan Boyle. So, yeah. well, OK, anyway, so that's pretty good. Stevie, it's not bad, Jockey Wilson yeah. and Susan Boyle, all from Kakadi. That's all pretty impressive, yeah. It's not bad. It's, so, I mean, it's, it's worth watching, Wakefield. Martin. Is it, is it, how long is it? Is it about a little half an hour? Or? No, it's about... Mm. A sort of a reasonable 40 minutes, as oh, I okay. recall. Do you want right. my, so, my yeah. Jockey Wilson anecdote? It's very quick. Oh, please. Got a jockey? Yeah. I didn't know. I, I I've never heard you your Jockey Wilson anecdote. I was, I when I was in the magazine world, I was, I was doing a feature on a, a well-known health farm. Yes. And uh, they invited me down there for a day to sample all the treatments. Oh, OK. So I, Payola situation, well, as Glenn would call it. Very much so. Yeah. And I got on this... Uh, bed, massage bed, and then basically this woman came to attend to me and then I looked up and there was a photo of Jockey Wilson above the bed. Like he'd been there and had this treatment. I was thinking, okay. that's not going to work, is it? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so what, Jockey... That's it, that's my Jockey Wilson. Jo- that's it, Jockey had been there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and had the treatment, and, and, it, it made me, and it made me think oh, that's just definitely not going to well, work. It, it's a massage, Andy. What's it going to do for you? It's not going to turn <laughs> no, you into a no, wall of rippling sort of muscle. Shrink wrap, I think it was more. You're in shrink wrap. <laughs> you know that you thing sh- where they wrap you. Yeah, up? Sure you sure you weren't lying back the back of the store at Tesco's. This yeah. wasn't, what a terrible thought. What a terrible so, story. So, Marty, I think we've got time for a quickie. What else did quickie, we watch? Well, the Grand Slam of Darts, which, uh, which I always enjoy. And Dan Dawson's very good. Uh, with um, with John Parr in the uh, in Parr. the commentary box, uh, John McDonald doing the doing the announcing. It comes from Wolverhampton. Yes. So you try saying Wolverhampton in the sort of announcer's style. Wolverhampton. It's very very <laughs> difficult. It's like it's ha- yeah. Halloween all over again, isn't it? <laughs> yes. He gave it. Yeah. He gave it a go though. Uh, and um, Andrew uh, Andrew Gilding. It was Andrew Goldfinger Gilding. The match mm. I watched last night. Uh, and he <laughs> Not was Andrew Goldfinger the... Gilding. <laughs> <Let's go laughs> Andrew Goldfield of Gilding uh, against Andrew Gaffield uh, Golding. <laughs> that's a very different, a very different uh, right. darts is. player, isn't it? You yeah. don't get a lot of Jewish darts players. <laughs> but anyway, he was, uh, he was. We don't playing, want any, by the way, listeners. No, no. He was playing <laughs> Stobo. <laughs> yep. Jewish dance players, what a great! Uh, yeah, he was playing. Stone Come back to that at two o'clock in the morning, morning Martin. Martin if yes, we may very. I'm sure we will. I'm yeah. sure we will. But anyway, he was playing uh, Andrew Gilding, and uh, he was going for the 19s instead of the 20s. Yeah. And uh, John Part reckoned that he might have been. It might have been a tactic, and he oh. said, "Well, you can't bamboozle Andrew Gilding. He's unbamboozleable." Which is a, <laughs> That's which a great a word. It's a great word. Unbamboozleable. And um, but unbamboozleable. I That's. And yeah. just one, 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 one gag because after that, he's because he's called Goldfinger, of course. Yes. Um, uh, Dan Darts Dawson said, "Yeah, he's on bamboozle. He expects you to die." 
And oh, we looked okay. at the gap, and then John Part said, oh, that'll be a James Bond reference, will it? And I expected <laughs> Dan, yeah, well done. Yeah. Just, slightly <laughs> killed it for Dan there. Slightly yeah. killed it, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, there you go. Brilliant. You're back overnight, Martin. Mm. Thank you. Overnight, 1 a.m. 1 a.m. That was exciting. And stuff. I'm sure you'll be talking Everton. That'll, that'll still be definitely bumping definitely. along, certainly. Yeah. Uh, angry Evertonians. Yeah. Thank you, Martin. Thank you. We'll catch up with you next week. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time to talk American sport once again with our man Todd Macklin. Good afternoon, Todd. Hi, boys. So, yes, we've we've had the news this afternoon that Everton are being deducted 10 points in the Premier League for uh, financial uh, irregularities. Um... So, I mean, is it a similar thing ever happened in the world of American sports? I don't know, we're kind of putting you on the spot. As Andy said, you can't be relegated, of course, but it would affect I your league position. You can lose position. draft choices. I yeah. Sure call that. Around financial situations, what has happened in American sport generally? Yeah, it, Andy's right. It is draft picks. Uh, so if you do anything financially irregular, uh, you know, our big thing is free agency. So there have been examples um, where... A team has spoken to a player before the de- the designated time that you can start talking about free agency. So let's say in the in the National Hockey League, free agency starts on July first. Mm-hmm. Um, if they find that you've talked to someone, which <laughs> let's be honest is happening, but if you ever get caught at it, um, th- then then there are penalties. And as Andy said, it's usually with with a fine. It's usually and depending on the severity of it. Uh, usually in the hundreds of thousands, and it's usually draft picks. And we talked about it too, right? The the spy gate. I think we talked about it last week or the week before about the the University of Michigan with the spying. Well, the Patriots did a spy gate thing, and they got they got you know fine plus draft picks as well. That's the big thing in our sports over here is is those draft picks. And if you take away a team's first round draft pick, um, it, it's a pretty big deal. Now, something that rarely happens in sport in this country, you know, barring uh, Wimbledon to Milton Keynes, is that teams basically are just picked up by an owner and t- deposited mm-hmm. somewhere else. But 
Oakland's A's fans are living with that at the moment. Yeah, but look, it's on top of the Oakland football team, which was there for years and years also. Yeah. They're, they're off to Vegas, a nine-hour drive, one-and-a-half-hour flight. Um, so uh, how, I take it it's not played particularly well. I mean, they've got a fairly chunky fan base, I would think, in Oakland, haven't they, Todd? You know what? They used to in the Glorious, and I think, you know, you could say for a lot of teams, when they're winning, which the A's did for a long time, the fan base is big, but it's just, it's not been the same. And it's, you know, what is it? Is it because they haven't been competitive? You know, it's the fan base has dried up or did the fan base dry up that didn't give them a lot of resources? Cause so then they couldn't spend on the team. Who knows? We just know that it looks like the A's and they be, they may be renamed are likely going to Vegas. Now there's still some things that have to happen you know, you know, the Vegas City Council voted to add a tax and that was going to generate $300 million to help build the new stadium in Vegas for the baseball team. But some people are challenging that tax. So, you know, they're going to have to go through that. And then, you know, the lease is up for the A's in Oakland, I think, after next season. And the, the new stadium reportedly isn't ready until 2028. So they've got three years. They're going to have to figure out where they're going to play. And some people have talked, well, they just keep playing in Oakland until then. But they may not. And they may have to find somewhere else for the team to play for those three years. The owner, John Fisher, has taken a lot of heat from the fans. And indeed, former players. One recently mm-hmm. retired player called Trevor May um, did a podcast last month before this news was official. And this is what he had to say about the owner. Sell the team, dude. Sell it, man. Let someone who actually like takes pride in the things they own own something. There's actually people who give a shit about the game. Let them do it. Yeah, 55 years in one in one town mm. suddenly they're up sticks. I mean, you know, it's so much for tradition. But anyway, we'll see what happens there. Is that where money... I'm going mad here. Is that where Moneyball took place? Was that Oakland? Or? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Andy, you yeah. are correct. Yeah, so they've got a place in the history of the game. Now, a big story this week in, was in the NBA, and this was a kind of a brawl between uh, the Warriors and Minnesota in which Draymond Green, one of the players, who's got a bit of previous, which kind of led to his length of his ban, uh, got somebody in a choke hold, uh, Rudy Gobert in the game, uh, $770,000, uh, well, fine, effectively, he's going to lose in wages for this in five games. Yeah, and, and Paul, you mentioned there is a history with Draymond, right? This is his fifth suspension, and, and you know, the league talked about the fact that, listen, you, you've got to you've got a past, um, of getting suspended, and it did play a role in the severity of it. Um, and listen, it comes at a bad time for the Warriors. Steph Curry is hurt. So now you're talking about two of their starters, two of their top five players, both out of the lineup. And this is Draymond. You know, what What fires it, like this passion, this fire, um, he crosses the line, and, and the Warriors try and keep him from crossing the line, but it's you know, he says, listen, I need this fire, this passion, and sometimes this will happen. Uh, and, and you know, I guess the, the Warriors would tell you it's better happening now at this point in the regular season than in the playoffs when it's happened before. And he remember in 2016, he got suspended for a finals game, and it turned that, that series around, and they lost it. So it's kind of, this is what you get with Draymond. You get the very good most of the time, but you also get this bad. And Steve Kerr, the coach of the Warriors, uh, said that he deserved it. He went too far, yep. so uh, he, he's mm-hmm. done the right thing, really. Uh, now, um, Travis Kelsey, it's Taylor, it's Taylor, <laughs> Taylor. Watch Taylor Swift's uh, stepping out with Travis Kelsey, mm. the NFL player, 
And with that increased scrutiny, it means people start ploughing through all your old Twitter messages. They start going through all your old social media and Facebook and whatever else, seeing if they can pin anything on you. Well, they were all very disappointed if they were looking for to muckrake because quite a lot of stuff from sort of college and high schools, all very innocent, including one of him feeding a squirrel. It's about as racy as it got. Yeah, uh, you're so right, Paul, because usually this is where people get cancelled, right? Mm. You you go back on their social media and you find something from 10 years ago. And I guess the only thing, the only thing we can criticize Travis Kelsey for was he's a terrible speller. Yeah. Because in that in that uh, note about the, uh, the feeding the squirrel, I guess he spelt the word peace wrong, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. and squirrel. Squirrel he struggled with, yeah. That's it. <laughs> But it's great. It's great. They found nothing, isn't it? It basically comes yes, across it comes across as an even nicer guy than he seems at the moment. So, uh, so it was kind of good PR for him, which those sorts of uh, social media trolls aren't generally. And we're going to finish with a story, Todd. Your great love is ice hockey, and yep. Wayne Gretzky, the, the great. Would you say the greatest of all time? No question. No question. Okay, this is the story he told. The other. it's a beautiful little self-contained story. He was talking about visits to the ice hockey. Hall of Fame, and this is what he had to say. He's been a few times, but listen to this. The last time wasn't as memorable. I, I took my <laughs> nine-year-old son, uh, who, who d- didn't know a lot about hockey, but I said, you got to come to the Hall of Fame with me. But I said, i got to put a hat and sunglasses on if we want to get around. There's a lot of kids there. So we're getting around, and they got a great interactive part of the Hall of Fame downstairs, and my son says, can we get in line? I want to try this. And I said, great. So he's one for one, two for two, three for three. He ends up Four for five, right? And he goes, Dad, will you try this? And I said, yeah, I'll try it. I'm 0 for 1, 0 for 2, 0 for 3. And the young kid who was running the line says, uh, sir, if you move your hand down the stick a little farther. I, I was so mad at him. I threw my hat off and I told myself, we're running out of here. That's Fantastic. The greatest player of all time being told by this young lad running the old... Uh... Yeah. The thing there, you know, yeah, just move your hand down a little bit. I'm sure that'll definitely help. It's great, isn't it? Well, it just shows you that, uh, and it is true, that everyone in Canada thinks they're an ice hockey expert, yeah. right? No matter who you're talking to, they think they know more than anybody. Good stuff, Todd. Uh, thanks very much. We'll catch up with you next week. See you, boys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We've got down to the final mm. two. The World Cup's been going on for just over three years now. Well, a big and surprise, then, wasn't it? India got to the final. Yes. Really. I have to try and find out with them whether Coley's had a chance to look at the pitch yet, see if he's happy with it, if he's signed it off. I've never wanted Australia to win a game more. <laughs> well, look, everybody... And I love did. Indian cricket, but I just, you know, I told you it's harsher Bogley's annoyed me. <laughs> doesn't Stop take gloating. Does it? We've had reaction. Is it, we had an Evertonian, Steve, I think it was, talking about what happened with uh, Pompey back in the day. And a number of Pompey fans have been in touch. These were pre FFP days, as Bill points out, he said, it's a difficult comparison to make. He said, because then you could be a football club owner with a photocopy of someone's passport to satisfy fit and proper mm-hmm. persons. Yeah, you make a good point. Not a whole lot better these days, uh, Bill, to be honest, is it? Mm, it could no. be a whole lot better, definitely. So, um, And uh, Gav, the Leeds fan, said, we got deducted 15 points, remember that? That galvanised them. Yeah. Um, 2007. Yeah, Juventus, Juventus were relegated. River Plate were relegated yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Argentina. Think, it happens to big clubs. It does happen. Leeds that season went on an incredible run, didn't under Poyet and then Rangers, of course. And Gary McAllister came yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, it, it can be done. So uh, thank you very much for all your input. Oh three seven one seven double two double three double four Evertonians. If you want to react 
to the news. Stan Collymore is going to join us, and we'll talk about that uh, because I'm, I would have almost certainly there'll be players in that dressing room day saying, "Right, we're going to go for it." You know, we're going to we're going to stick it to the Premier mm. League, and we're going to get out of this quickly. So it'll be very interesting, I'm sure. Sean Dyche will be saying stuff like that. We'll get Stan's take on it. Look ahead to uh, England, which is our commentary game this evening, of course. He reduces their margin of error, but a couple of wins and they're, they're going to be fine. Mm. Did you see that woman who visited 196 different nations? Uh, there only are 196. She visited okay, all so she's, she's gone to every nation to do what? Just to visit. Oh, OK. <laughs> what else? I don't know. Well, she didn't do anything there? Didn't have no. a pint in each one? No. <laughs> didn't go, to a, I didn't she go should... to a spoons in each one? No, she should do the 92, though. I think that would be a better thing for right. her to do. But, so she's uh, been to every nation. What's her favourite? Um, Does she say? Breathtaking Bolivia. Oh, OK. Not Does, my words. Do you need the alliteration? <laughs> I was going to say it's a bit Breathtaking weird. Breathtaking Bolivia. Yeah. She had to have her appendix removed in Kathmandu. Really? Why as did... you do. Yeah. And was robbed twice. Yeah, Chris on line 12 also had his appendix out in Kathmandu. <laughs> what are the chances of that? Very did un... she have to? I suppose, I suppose well, she, she needed an operation. choice, really. What's the Kathmandu... Uh, I imagine they're quite good. Probably no waiting list. No waiting list, apparently. Yeah, probably didn't take that long. It's probably probably doctors. You oh, that? we're all going to... Oh, yeah, I always have my appendix out in Kathmandu. We're all doing it at the moment. A Scottish GP got a year's ban for cheating in a marathon. Was it a half marathon? Oh, yeah, marathon? we were talking about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, she, she got in a car, didn't she? What's the point? That's a good question. Honestly, why, why enter these things if you're not going to take it seriously? I can't see what satisfaction that would give you. Oh, yeah, my time was tremendous. Yeah, but you went for two and a half miles in a car. She meant to mention it, but by then they'd given her the medal, so it was all a bit oh, too yes, late. sorry, I forgot. It's all a bit too <laughs> late. Uh, Ashley it? Westwood, we mentioned, had his first game in charge of Afghanistan, the former Manchester United youngster. It didn't go well. They lost 8-1 to uh, mm. Qatar, unfortunately. We asked about your first day in charge, whether it was of a football team, at youth, at Sunday morning, or, or even in a job. Uh, Ray says, first day in charge for me was promoted to crew commander. Fire appliance. Uh, first oh, yeah, shout, yeah. lorry fire on M25. Had to close the motorway both ways. Wow, that's a big call, isn't it? It is. Imagine having to do that on your first day at work. So, uh, yeah, we're interested to know what happened to you on your first day, in, not necessarily in the job, but your first day in charge. You were suddenly management. You were suddenly the gaffer. Uh, and what happened to you? Uh, the equivalent of an 8-1 defeat or not? Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. 0371722334. One of the worst things about AI, before we just go on to this, is yeah. the is the fact that you can no longer believe what you see. Uh -huh. So there's a fantastic photo today. It was uh, following the GQ uh, evening. I can't remember what it is. GQ, oh, yeah, Man, Man of the Awards. Yeah, yeah. Whatever the year. Yeah, and yeah. it's basically Gary Lineker, Emma Corrin, the actress, and Leonie Anderson, who's a model, I think. Yeah. All looks as if they're all leaving together. Yes, <laughs> it's a really strange fact, and you can see the fact that Gary's hand is overlapping Leomi's. That they they weren't together, right? And the way that she's moving, but it, it looks like oh, you, it looks a first, bit Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, doesn't it? first you think. What are these three people got in common? Why are they leaving at exactly the, the same time? What was the conversation like in the lift before they took that Ridiculous. photograph? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We reconvene on Monday. Uh, looking back on uh, the international week, and of course, you know, it's a game Monday night, isn't it? England play again Monday night, and uh, there's a lot of stuff still to be decided. So, we'll be uh, bringing you that from Monday. Until then, have a great weekend, and thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.